Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hello, and welcome to the Travel Tidbits podcast. I'm Nikki Arden, one of the travel agents of Pineapple Escapes. And I'm joined along with fellow agents Sharon Spurl and Christy Shearer. Today, we are continuing our Hot Pineapple Debate series, where two agents will debate between two travel-related topics or destinations, and our moderator will decide which agent wins. Today, our debate will be between two all-inclusive resorts, Beaches Ochos Rios and Beaches Turks and Caicos. Each agent We'll have plenty of time to discuss their topic, and then your moderator will ask questions to each of the agents to further discuss and debate. So for this debate, Sharon will be supporting Beaches Ochos Rios, and Christy will be supporting Beaches Turks and Caicos. And I will decide who the winner will be at the very end. So how does that sound, ladies? Sounds good. Okay. So let's get started. Yes, that sounds great. Let's get started. (laughs) Okay, let's get started. Okay. So, um... We are going to have kind of one of what we're going to start off first is I'm going to have Sharon just, you know, kind of give some tid like just highlights of Beaches Ochos Rios. If you've listened to her podcast previously, you've already heard a lot of this, but just kind of give the the main punching points. And then Christy will do the same for Turks and Caicos, just very quickly, just right out of the gate, just to kind of give you guys an idea of where these uh, are located. And you know, just any main bullet points about these resorts. And then we're going to go into the questions. Okay. So Sharon, you start. Beaches Ochos Rios. Yeah, sure. So Beaches Ocho Rios. This was my first time in Jamaica when I went and I flew into Montego Bay and it was just wonderful. From the moment I stepped off foot, it was just very welcoming. And there in the airport, Sandals has a lounge. So the moment you go through customs, um, you can go to the Sandals lounge and get checked in for your transportation to the resort. And then they just sort of take care of your luggage from there. The resort is about a two-hour drive from the airport. So, you know, a little further. It's not close. However, if you're going for a week, that is never really an issue because then you won't have to hear the planes as they're flying by every day and things like that. When I arrived to the resort, again, just everyone was just very welcoming Um, We got off the shuttle. Our luggage was taken care of for us. We did just let them know, like, this right here is my luggage. They tagged it, and then off it went. And then I was escorted to the lobby. The lobby is nothing, you know, spectacular, but it was just nice and cozy. They have couches and chairs. I walked in, and I was given a glass of champagne as a welcome And then I just sat down and I didn't even sit down at the desk. It was just sat down where I felt comfortable and they came to me and they brought over a tablet where I filled in all the check-in information. Once that was completed, my room was not ready quite yet. So 
they offered to show me over to the barbecue restaurant so I could get some lunch because it was about lunchtime and I was hungry. I didn't really have much to eat. So they showed me there. And my immediate thoughts on the resort was that it's smaller. It's not a huge resort. And from touring other resorts, that is something I love. I love a smaller, more quaint feeling. I don't want to feel like I get lost at the resort because there's so many walkways or different ways you could get somewhere. So it was just, it is smaller. The whole property is only 22 acres. So that just gives you an idea of size. So I immediately went to the barbecue restaurant. And the only reason I'm even talking about the barbecue restaurant is there on the menu, they had a North Carolina style barbecue sandwich. Now, me being from North Carolina, I will say that North Carolinians are very snobby when it comes to their barbecue. Just you cannot say it's North Carolina barbecue and then get it wrong. We frown upon that. So, of course, I had to try and see, is it truly what they said it was? And I was pleasantly surprised. It was delicious. It was what we call Lexington-style barbecue, the western part of the state. And it was so yummy. So immediately, I'm starting my trip here with a fantastic meal with friendly faces. Then when I was done eating, they came and found me. They led me to the room. And from there... The vacation started, and it really wasn't a vacation, I guess. I was there to tour other resorts, but if our guests are traveling there, then their vacation, you know, would have started at that point. So the beach is just small as well as like the rest of the resort. It's not a place where you can just walk miles of. It's all right there. It's compact, which... I find was fantastic for families, especially families with little ones. There was this little girl while we were there. She was just having a great time because dad was maybe sitting in the lounge chair. Mom was in the ocean and she could go back and forth. And there was no worries in the world about with something going to happen to her. She could go. The water was crystal clear. You literally could see the sand on the bottom. You could see it from our room. It was that crystal clear. And so that was just a lovely aspect of it. We had several meals there. Didn't have anything not delicious. My favorite, if you listen to my podcast the other week, was the crepes. I didn't realize that a pineapple and shrimp crepe could be so delicious. And then, of course, I toured several of the room categories. We did stay in... One of the premier rooms, it's the Greek village room that's right there at the ocean. It was a little small for a family of four. However, for two adults, it was a nice size. I would have preferred the Caribbean village, those rooms. The rooms were a little larger. You still got to see the ocean and it overlooked maybe the pool or the tennis courts that are there. So I don't know from there any other I mean this is my first debate so you tell me Nikki It's like, okay. No, I don't want to keep no, going like, on and great. on and on but <laughs> Yeah. Well you probably Wonderful. could cuz you probably really enjoyed it. <laughs> no, that's I did. That's I great. really Thank enjoyed so it much, and I Sharon. could talk forever on. It. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Christy, so give me some of your highlights from uh Beaches, Turks and Caicos. 
Okay, well, for a minute, I was thinking this might be a one-sided debate. I didn't know if I was going to get a talk or not. <laughs> just kidding, Sharon. So I went about it. <laughs> I know. I just didn't know where to stop. I went about a year ago, um, this time of year, to Beaches, Turks, and Caicos. This was my first trip to Turks and Caicos. And if you've ever looked into going there, especially to an all-inclusive, there aren't a lot of options there. It's one of the areas that's more limited. Um, I was excited to go to beaches because while I had been to a couple sandals resorts, which are under the same parent company, I hadn't gone to a beaches. So I was excited to see that. So I was blown away by this resort. It was one of those that I had to message home to my kids who have young children and say, oh my gosh, we've got to get the family here. It was it had the most amenities of any resort I've ever seen, honestly. One thing, um, 20 minutes from the airport, which is great, especially family resort. You're traveling with kids. You don't want a long ride. Or sometimes those hills can make you queasy on the way to the resort. So a great 20-minute ride. Another thing is the beach area, 12-mile-long beach. White sand, beautiful, clear turquoise waters. They also have the third largest barrier reef in the world. So if you are someone who likes to dive, snorkel, all those kind of things, this is a perfect place. Um, they would even do the training to get you um, certified so that you can do diving on site, which is a great option. If you go there and you've never done that sort of thing before, you can do it right there. So that was really cool. I think one of my favorite things about the resort was the fact that it's divided into four separate areas. So you had an area of the resort that was the Caribbean seaside. You had a French area, an Italian area, and a Key West village. So honestly, you could walk throughout this resort and feel like you were in a completely different place. You know, typically a resort will have the same kind of feel or vibe throughout the whole thing. So this was very, very different that you got to experience all those different kind of places. Another nice thing was the water park. They have a huge water park, um, surf simulator, lazy river, those kind of things. So I think that set it apart as well as just all the activities that were there for people. Awesome. Thank you so much, Christy. Okay, so I have got, I've written some notes, but I'm also um, to kind of wrap my brain around all this information. Okay, so we, I'm going to kind of separate my questions into three different categories. So the questions are going to be based on the overall resort uh, and then the amenities in the resort and then the beach. And then the third category is going to be everybody's favorite. It's it's food. So we've mentioned room categories. We've got different types of room categories based on where you are located in the resort. If you want an ocean view, if you like a garden view. Sharon, do any, I know with a lot of clients, they really love like swim out rooms or balconies with either jacuzzis or anything like that, or just like mostly like swim out or like the rooms have, or the balconies have some sort of view of the pool. Can you describe anything at Ochos Rios? Does that have anything like that, like a swim out room? Sure. So it 
did not have a swim out room, but it does have rooms that have some balconies. So the rooms that we were in, the Greek village, you have sort of a balcony, but there are people who are sort of walking in front of you. So it's like the rooms are all connected side by side. So there's a petition that is in between the rooms. Then they have other rooms that you do have a private balcony. Okay. What about um, Turks and Caicos, Christy? No swim out rooms? Being a huge resort, and I honestly do not remember seeing swim outs, but they did have private pools um, that you could access. But they've got 51 room categories. So, you know, everything from two story to four bedroom suites, private balconies, you know, just about anything that you can imagine, plus the ability not only to choose your room type and view, but also kind of what feel you wanted based on which location throughout the um, resort that you stayed at. So something for literally everybody. That's a lot of room categories, which is kind of rare for um, a lot of different resorts. They don't usually have that many. So that's that's really good. Sharon, you mentioned the check-in process. It was very easy. That's very unique with them coming to you. Did you experience the same thing, Christy, at um, Turks and Caicos? I actually did. And like Sharon, I got there fairly early in the morning, so my room wasn't ready. So similar to her, they had me um, set anywhere kind of in the lobby area. They came with an iPad and completed the check-in and then directed me where to go eat some lunch while I was waiting for my room to get ready. So overall, you know, really quick, there's an online process you can do ahead of time to speed things up. So it was it was a nice process. That seems very, very easy, especially since this is a family resort and there's you've got kids. I cannot imagine having to have, after a long flight, have your kids right at your feet wanting to go to the beach or wanting to go, you know, eat food or something. Uh, That sounds so much more relaxing that they just kind of come to you with a tablet and just take care of everything. Okay, so let's talk about, let's go on to, because we'll kind of stay in this same realm. Do they offer, because of the environment that we're in right now, do they offer just on-site COVID testing or what are the, the types of requirements that they have due to, you know, any kind of vaccinations or testing requirements? What are the, the current, the current, because obviously this could change requirements at Ochos Rio, Sharon, do you remember? So when I went, it was in January and I did have to have a COVID test prior to entry Um, as well as fill out an authorization form. So it was pretty seamless. Vaccinations were not required. Since I have returned home, there have been, I believe, a couple of changes to entry requirements. I believe just to maybe ease things up a little. To be honest, I did not check what the latest ones were prior to this. I definitely should have done that. I didn't think about that. But even when I went just in January, it was a pretty seamless process for that. Okay. What about you, uh, Christy? Do you remember what the COVID procedures are? I don't remember what they were then, but I did look up to see currently. And anyone to and over has to be tested before going to Turks and Caicos. Um, And they also do provide the free testing for your return to the U.S., which is nice. Awesome. That's great. 
Okay, so let's go into some fun, something fun. <laughs> what are the kind of kids clubs that the uh, they offer at the beaches of just Rios, Sharon? Sure. So they have a kids club and a teen club. I personally was not able to go into these areas due to the security and procedures beaches has for the children who were there trying to enjoy those facilities at the time. They do also have an Xbox lounge for your gaming kids and any ages could go in to enjoy that. With the kids club, of course, Beaches also has the Sesame Street characters. So they did have like a Sesame Street character breakfast that you could sign up for and enjoy. I actually was able to have my picture taken with Elmo. He was sort of in the hall waiting for his cue to enter. And so we snapped a quick picture for that. So those are the kids areas. They do also have childcare that you can pay for. I believe it was an hourly basis. So if mom and dad wanted to have alone time or to go to dinner by themselves, you could do that. Several of their employees or their workers are also certified for autism. So you can even arrange to have somebody who is there with your child through your full vacation. Because children, especially um, who have some special needs, sometimes like, you know, need to have, um, you know, not so many changes in their life that's occurring and going on vacation happens that you can actually have and pay for someone to be with your child. That person is there through your whole visit. So it's not like they're with your child two days and then a different person is with your child another two days. That's not how it works. The person you start off with is the person you end with. So that's a really nice benefit for children, especially if you do have an autistic child or if you just have a special needs child and need maybe just somebody to go enjoy and have fun at the beach with them, you know, maybe get down and build those sandcastles or to go down, you know, the water slide with them or anything like that. Whatever your child wants to do, that is what they do. They said, your child names it. And within reason, of course, within the property and safety, they are all in for that. I love that. I love that. Do you know that if the... Um, yes. So the little uh, late night or just the hourly child care, is that included or is that an extra cost? It's So it's an extra cost if you get a nanny. I believe that's, you know, per se, if you hire a nanny to come and watch your kids, that is an extra cost. I do believe that the kids club every once in a while did have some later nights, but still it's nothing, you know, where mom and dad could be out till midnight or one o'clock per se. You would need to hire one of their nannies to come in. And it's nice too, because then they'll put your child to bed. Oh, yeah. Okay. So to go into the kids club, do you have to make reserve? I know with different procedures you know, with all these different COVID procedures, do you have to make reservations prior to taking your child into the kids clubs each day? Or is that something you can just kind of just do on the spur of the moment? Yeah. So from my understanding, it was just sort of on the spur of the moment, as long as the kids club was open, you could, you know, check them in 
they have separate facilities based off of your, you know, the ages. So zero to two aren't going to be in there with your maybe eight to 10 year olds or whatever. So there are separate facilities based off of the age of your child. And I believe like it's from like eight to 12 and then they take a break for lunch and then afternoon and then maybe again from like six to eight thirty at night. So, you know, there are some breaks where, you know, get your kid, get them fed, maybe <laughs> get a shower at nighttime after rolling around in the dirt and stuff like that. And right. And then go. Yeah. So is it is, I mean, you know, it is supposed to be a family vacation. So I guess you do have to, you know, bring your kids uh, out of the kids club at least once or twice throughout the day. Okay, Christy. So what yeah, are Yeah, but I have to tell you, if they're like my kid, he wants to stay in. <laughs> so does mine. Well, we've never been to an all-inclusive yet, but we have gone to um, like on the, the Disney cruise line and they have kids clubs there and Mav just never wants to leave. So yeah, I yeah, get it. That's right. Like, I understand. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> okay. So Christy, can you tell me a little bit about the kids clubs at um, Turks and Caicos beaches? Sure thing. So. At Turks and Caicos, and I don't know if this is with all the beaches and resorts, but all of the child care workers there were members of the International Nanny Association. So they've all had training in child care. It's not just anyone taking care of your child. And they also have individuals who are certified in the autism center. So that's an option like Sharon had explained too. Um, there they had an Xbox lounge. They had a teen disco. They even had a um, area where parents and kids could go in and do projects together. Like they had ceramics and different things like that, that we got to go see that. So you could do an activity as a family. There was a little additional cost with that, but that was really a, a nice thing. One of the things I found very nice is that they did break down ages by a lot. So a lot of places you'll go, they'll have like, maybe three age divisions, but there they have a zero to two program, a three to four, a five to seven, eight to 10, 11 to 14, and 15 to 17, which is really nice because, you know, when you get in those ages, there can be a lot of difference between a 14-year-old and a 17-year-old, even though they're both teenagers. So that was a really nice thing that that's broken down. Yeah. They also did... um, offer 24-hour-a-day private babysitting as an additional cost. So if for some reason you don't want your child to go to that center, they have personal babysitters, nannies that can be with your child. And one of the other things um, was, again, the Sesame Street characters. Um, I think they visited the kids' clubs a lot. Occasionally saw them around the resort, but I think they were usually there. But one of my favorite events at the resort was one evening um, they had on the restaurant, it's on the beach and it has jerk chicken and jerk anything you can imagine, picnic tables, sand. They had a huge Sesame Street show. So all the kids and all the adults were there and dancing and singing. And it was just so much fun. I mean, I even as an adult without a kid there had a really good time. So that was really an added bonus. So, you know, my next question was going to be, do they offer, I don't know if I should put this in this section or if I should put it in the food, but do they offer character meals? 
they have um, a breakfast that you can sign up for with the Sesame Street characters. Okay. Do they have that same breakfast in um, Ochos Rios, Sharon? Yes, they sure did. Yep. That's when I met Elmo. He was, I guess, in the hall, maybe waiting for his introduction into the breakfast. So we sort of caught his intro into that and the music. It was all lively. They also have a parade out sort of towards the front and side of the resort once a week. That's a Sesame Street parade. They have balloons everywhere and things like that. So there is a good amount of interaction with the characters for your child if that is something they're interested in. So what I am gathering so far is that they, this Beaches brand really understands family vacations because this is, it just seems like it's so geared towards your children, not just your children having as much fun as possible, but also families having fun together with the, the family activities that you can do and the, they're being so inclusive with all the special accommodations for uh, the members of the autistic community, especially those children who do not do well with change. So vacations could be a little bit difficult for them. So they're trying to make it to where their vacation is fun for everybody. And I really, I'm really digging it. Um, and I guess kind of one of the, the themes that I'm seeing is that the beaches brand is kind of the same throughout the different destinations because I'm seeing a lot of similarities. So what I'm going to do is uh, kind of move on to something that may be a little bit different because we do have different destinations. So we're going to talk about the beach now a little bit because everybody loves, you know, it's a beach vacation. That's one of the reasons why you're there. So tell me, so sell me on the beaches. Okay. So Sharon, uh, Ochos Rios is smaller. And then I got that Turks and Caicos is larger. And I know Christy explained some of the things that went on some of the activities that they had, but I didn't get to hear much about Ochos Rios. So can you kind of explain a little bit of the water activities and beach activities that they have in uh, Jamaica, Sharon? Yeah, sure. So like I said, the beach is, well, they have two, two beaches. One is a smaller, quieter, you just go and you're wanting to enjoy the view and there's, it's quiet. It was not really being used, even by people who were just there, just the adults. They still enjoyed the larger. And like I said in my podcast I did the other week, I used that term loosely, the larger beach. So it still was not very large. Um, there is plenty of space there. We could all sort of stretch out and enjoy the beach. We could make sandcastles if we wanted. We could get out. But on top of that, beaches does have water activities. So they have the Hobie cats. They have the snorkeling. My new favorite, the banana boat. Several of us went out on that. And that was lots of fun. The aqua trikes. They do also have the scuba diving that you can sign up for. You do have to sign up for it within like 24 hours in advance. They just have to make sure that they have the equipment ready and everything like that. So they do have the scuba. And all of that was very easily accessible. There was an aquatic center. So if you're at Beaches Ocho Rios, on either side of the beach are sort of like these piers 
And on the one pier is the aquatic center. That's also where you load for the boats, the docking for the boats. And it was very simple. You just go over. There was a table actually right on the beach the day we were using them. and said, hey, we want to go out on the banana boat. And they said, great, you're up next. So go ahead and get your life jackets on. You know, here they are. Or um, when we came back for the banana boat, a couple of people said, hey, we want to go out on the Hobie Cat. And they said, okay, you'll just have to wait a few minutes. We have someone out right now. When it comes in, then this other family's next, and then you'll be able to go. So go and enjoy the beach, and then we'll come get you when it's your turn. So it was all right there. It was very easily accessible. Like I said, the water was crystal clear. It was just beautiful. One of the days when we went out on the boat, it was a little choppy. So, but it was towards the end of the day. It wasn't first thing in the morning or anything. It did get a little choppy. I believe some rain was maybe getting ready to come through and everything. But even then, we were still able to, we still went out. We had a great time. We came back and I just really enjoyed it all. It sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, so yes. okay, so do they have um so they obviously have the chairs for all the guests. Do they also have, you know, towels and different things that you can have? Do you ha- or do you have to just take everything from your ho- hotel room or your resort to the beach with you? How does that work? As a parent, I need to, you know, you want to think about all the things that you have to pack in your your beach bag. So kind of explain what are the things that they might have close by so that you don't have to pack everything into your beach bag. Sure. So I did not have any kids with me. It was just me. So when I went to the beach, I literally took myself, I took my cup, and I took the sunscreen. And that was it. When you go down, whether to the beach or to the pool, they have a station that has the clean towels. You get a towel. By the beach, they had showered, like an outdoor shower, so you could rinse all that sand off before going back upstairs. There was a bar located right there at the beach. Of course, there's also a swim-up bar at the pool. So there were people there. You know, they had waiters and waitresses go around the beach. So as I was lounging out, come and ask and I could get my frozen lemonades without me having to get up and actually go. So that was all nice. And like I said, I took my phone, I took me, I took my um, sunscreen and that was it. That was all I needed to take. If I had Rayleigh with me, I'd probably would take a little bag maybe with some beach toys, but I would be like, all right, you get the bag, I'll get the sunscreen and let's go. Okay. That sounds good. Same thing um, at Turks and Caicos, Christy. Very similar. You know, I will say that um, as far as activities, they also had a glass bottom boat you could go out in, which was a really cool feature in addition to all the other things. And I don't know if I mentioned with the um, diving and, and having the third largest barrier reef, but they had 20 different dive sites that you could choose from to go diving. So that's, that's a huge um, thing if you're a person that likes to do that. And also just so many other activities throughout the resort, you know, basketball, tennis courts, pool tables, lawn chess, shuffle boards, croquet, ping pong, even a little building set up with family games so that they could come and get a game to play with their family. So I think all those little touches just meant that, you know, there was a lot to do and you could never get bored. There were just so many options. And so they do they also have the same kind of amenity, like towel. You don't have to worry about bringing towels onto the beach and and 
no, there were towels available there by the pools and in the water park. So you never needed to take your towels with you. Awesome. Okay. So that kind of finishes that that section. We're going to talk about my favorite and it's food. And (laughs) so what are the main restaurants and what types of food? We've already talked about the the barbecue place uh, in the Rios that Sharon really liked. Yes. So can, are there other options, Sharon? What about for those kids who are so picky, like mine? What do they have to eat? Yes. Yes. So that was one thing. Whether you are a picky eater or whether you, you know, are a more adventurous eater, everybody was going to be able to eat. So with the barbecue restaurant, of course, they had your nachos and things like that. But there was also a pizzeria. So it's a barbecue and pizzeria all in one place. So they had pizza. The kids all were lined up for the ice cream station. That's also there. Like I said, the creperie is also open. It's there. They do have a buffet for breakfast, lunch, and dinner that you can go to that I I didn't go for lunch or dinner. I did go for breakfast two mornings. There was a very nice selection. My favorite part was the smoothies that you could get there at the buffet. I had those both mornings. And then for dinner, they have your Italian, your French. They call it Mediterranean. It was sort of explained to us that it's more like seafood base too. So maybe maybe it was both seafood and Mediterranean. I did not have a chance to eat there. And I did not eat at the Italian restaurant. The French restaurant was very good. One thing that I did love about Beaches Ocho Rios, and I would imagine Beach of Turks and Caicos has the same thing, is there is actually a dining like concierge, I guess you could say. So you can go and request certain certain things. So the French restaurant did not have escargot on its menu. And we found out that night, not that I eat it, but another one of the ladies that was in our group does like it, that she could have gone to that concierge desk the day before and ask for them to see if they can get it and have it for her at the restaurant that next night. So whether you have special eating, like a dietary restriction, or whether you just have a favorite food that you really would like to have while on vacation, you can stop by that dining concierge desk and make the request. And they're going to do everything they can to possibly help, you know, to grant that request, whether it's just something that you like and they want to get. Of course, if there's dietary restrictions, they're definitely going to work with you. So that that it was very nice, a nice touch. Okay, so um, what about the uh, dining options at uh, Beaches, Turks, and Caicos, Christy? Basically endless. There's 21 different restaurants. So you have pretty well any type of cuisine you can imagine, different settings. I know a couple of them were actually picnic tables in the sand, a very beach shack feel experience. There's one that um, I went to that was very good, and it's actually on the rooftop of one of the buildings. So awesome views um, during the evening. It's there for sunset. So that was just like really a great time to go. Um, There are three adult-only restaurants, which is nice to have that option if you want a little break from having your kids as well as other kids around. 
other something else that was really nice is at the water park they had two food trucks they had a mac and cheese food truck with all different kinds of mac and cheese and then they also had one with ice cream so just a huge variety um my favorite was probably some shrimp tacos that i had at one of the restaurants and then they had like a whole variety of different sauces that you could put on those so i'm a huge seafood lover Living in the Midwest, anytime I get a chance for fresh seafood, that's what I'm going to go for. But I think there's something for everybody there that it could satisfy anyone. One of the other things I'll mention to kind of go along with the food was drinks. And throughout the park or throughout the resort, there were 15 different bars. And my very favorite thing was that In addition to the three swim-up bars they had in the water park, they had a milkshake swim-up bar for kids and adults alike. So as you can imagine, that was a really popular place um, for people to hang out and get all different kinds of milkshakes. I love that. That sounds awesome. Okay, so this is an all-inclusive resort. We're going to get this question. For the grown-ups... For mom and dad, what kind of alcohol is included? Like what types of alcohol? Is it just, you know, the bottom barrel? Do they have the the nicer brands? Beaches like Sandals promotes that it's the, what do they call them? Something label, black label or something. It's the higher quality alcohol. It's not what you're always going to get at most other resorts. So that is available. So If you have expensive taste in alcohol, that is an option for you. We also, um, something to go along with that, when we checked in, we were given a card and we could select if we wanted what kind of alcohol, what kind of drinks that we wanted kept in our fridge in the room. So, um, you know, some places you go and it's just standard, this is what you get. But with them, you know, you could choose specific wines, um, specific liquor, anything like that that you wanted to have in there, as well as drinks that um, didn't contain alcohol. I was going to say that is one thing that I do that I did love about Beaches. And and as we are hearing, Beaches brand is similar throughout. It has a lot of similarities. The main difference is Beaches Ocho Rios is smaller. Beaches Turks and Caicos is larger. But one thing that I love is... They do think about your kids, every aspect. So when you walk into your room, there's just not these little bottles of liquor because you may not want it in your room because you may have a teenager who is there. (laughs) So they just don't put it in. You do have to, you know, you do submit that request when you arrive with that little card, what you would like in your room. I like that as well. I like that they they're thinking of, you know, being a little bit more conspicuous <laughs> for about the uh yes. with the alcohol making it to where it's, you know, mom and dad can still have fun. We just don't need to shove it in the kids' face. <laughs> yep, exactly. I love this. I love um I love how the brand is very similar among each destination. I like that. I like that when you go to whichever beaches des- resorts you go to you're if you really love beaches you're going to ex- you're going to get the same 
amount of service and what it seems to be luxury. It seems very luxurious. And then also attention to detail with all those kid-centric details that you guys have mentioned. It sounds like this is a very good option for families. Most certainly with young children, with those Sesame Street characters. And uh, it just sounds like a lot of fun. So it's really hard. So when I, so for my decision, I think I've asked all the questions that I could. There's, I've, I've asked a ton and you guys have given me so many good answers. For my decision, I think it really comes down to, because the, the two brands are so similar, it's really hard to choose one because it's like, you, you know, whichever resorts you pick, you're going to have an amazing time because the brand is so consistent. And I like that. Consistency is really, really nice when you're expecting the luxury. You're expecting them to be kid friendly. You're expecting a great time. And you want these, you know, you're spending, you know, a lot of money for this vacation and you want it to be an amazing vacation for not just you, but for your whole family. And I, I really love that. So I think it's really hard for me to choose, honestly, it's because they both sound amazing. And the only thing that's really going to be affect my decision is the destination. And I think I would rather go to Turks and Caicos, just, just me. <laughs> so I think the winner for today <laughs> is the beaches, Turks and Caicos. Especially I love, you know, my, my family, we really love water sports. We really love snorkeling and that uh, barrier reef sounded amazing. And I just, I really think that that's going to be on our list of uh, all-inclusives to try out uh, within the next year or so. After we go, we're going to on the um, the group trip in Mexico. So after Mexico, then we're going to go to Turks and Caicos. I'm nice. really excited. <laughs> I haven't told my husband this yet. Yeah, but you can't go. <laughs> yeah. You can't go wrong with milkshake swim up bars and food trucks. I mean, come on. Right? Like that That's all right. Come on. Like that right there. We're all going to Turks and Caicos, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, mac and cheese milkshakes. <laughs> like come on. It's yeah. No. It it sounds like and I will say it, it sounds like I will say that I was with several agents on the trip and after our visit, they sort of did say, and I didn't want to tell you this, Nikki, ahead of time because I didn't want to sway your person. I didn't want to, you know, sway you one way or the other that they prefer Turks and Caicos over Beaches Ocho Rios. Um, They had been to both. So that that is clearly the winner for that, even though I do think Beaches Ocho Rios is great if you have smaller kids. Yes. And that sound that really kind of swayed me too, is I have a two-year-old and the idea of the smaller beach where, you know, you're not, you know, you don't have to worry about them going too far away and there's not going to be a ton of people. I like the idea of small and quaint, especially with, um, with a toddler. That sounds, sounds really good. It kind of calms my mama heart a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) It's not, you know, it's not so big. (laughs) So, okay. Well, Thank you. You guys did great. I'm this is this was good. I really enjoyed this. Thank you. So, Nikki. um and yes. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. You guys made my job really easy, so. Well, it's hard to choose, but you made it a lot of fun, I should say. <laughs> so, until next time, you can find all of our uh, Pineapple Escapes agents on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com. 
Our site includes a link to all of our Travel Tidbits episodes, plus information on all of our agents and links to our social media. We would love to have you join our community. And until next time, bye, guys. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.